go ahead and talk about why we are starting late. Uh, as it turns out, Ashley needed to change her address at Social Security, and this was the opportune time to do it. And I wanted to make sure and get it done, but I, the program must go on as well. So I am going to try a new feature of Restream to see if I could actually start transmitting from the car as we get home because I knew it would be under time. And guess what? It is working fine so far. Uh, we are, the first thing that I wanted to speak about earlier though, then before I realized the mic wasn't on, was that um, can Republicans govern? What's occurring in the in this, uh, House right now, in the Congress, the House of Congress right now, proves that Republicans are inept at serving. Five people are preventing a, five people, there's a caucus of 222, and five people decide to hold the entire Republican caucus. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hostage. What does that say about the leadership that they're currently encountering in Congress? And if they can't get a speaker elected on the first vote, what does that tell you is going to occur for the deficit, for the, for the uh, debt ceiling that will put our entire nation in jeopardy? What does it tell you? These guys are inept at governing, and these guys will be unable to govern. Now, back to the issue of Social Security and having to bring my daughter to change her address at Social Security because <coughs> we're unable to do it over the phone. Um, we are led to believe that government is inefficient. And my contention has always been, I don't have a problem with the private sector, but I don't have a problem with the public sector either. They both serve their purposes and both need to be very well funded. Well, as it turns out today, the private sector is very well funded, tax breaks. They get all the benefits, they pay little wages to people. The federal government pays a higher wage for the average American citizen, at least minimum wage or more. Yeah, it turns out that, um, uh, Hakeem got 212 votes, uh, 19 voted against uh, McCarthy, McCarthy, and he only got 203 votes. But the total amount of Republican votes actually makes it clear that Republicans will run the House whenever they get a chance to vote for one person. It may be McCarthy, it may be Scalise, it may be somebody else. But don't, don't think that because we got more votes on the first round that somehow Democrats will hold the House. They won't. Um, so anyway, going back to the public sector versus private sector, and this is important. We are led to believe that somehow the private sector is more efficient. Have you been to a 
let's say a FedEx store when there are a lot of people there? Have you been to a UPS store when there are a lot of people there? Have you been to the mall when there are a lot of people there and lines get long to your grocery stores and lines get long and you, well, we just came from the social security office. These are people that are well paid. The staff that helps you, they are well paid. And first experience, this is my first experience at a social security office. First experience. And my daughter can attest. When she said that we probably should go in, I said, oh my God, that line is going to be extremely long. It's going to take a while, etc." We go there, there is a line. My line was probably about 30 people or so, but that line was gone within 30 minutes. They had several places for people to go in and talk to their helper, counselor, and we were out in and out within the period of about maybe an hour. Okay, I call that superb efficiency. The rapport from the woman who served us was extraordinary. She even helped me with questions that I had for myself, not just for Ashley, but for myself. I've gotten better treatment at that social security office than I get at private stores where you guys have, not you guys, but many have a tendency to believe that the private, private sector is so much better than the public sector. Here's the fact. Both sectors have good people and both sectors have lousy people. And it's up to us to ensure that on either side, on the public sector or the private sector, that we get good people working there. Now, let's get back to Social Security. Absent these programs, like I said, if you looked at the salaries that these people that are working at the Social Security office are getting, it is substantially better than a retail, than that salesperson who is helping you at a retail store. I want you guys to digest that for a minute. Digest that for a minute. If our private sector decided to pay wages commensurate with people's labor, with people's work, with people's worth, I'd like you guys to think, first of all, the income disparity that is destroying this country, the wealth disparity that is tearing this country apart by taking so much from so many to satisfy, satisfy the whims of just a few. Think about how much better it would be. And for all my right-wing brothers and sisters in the room right now, I ask you to consider this. Those who are doing the work, those, who are the, those folks that I just went and got assisted by to help us in what we had to get done, done. Who has more value to you? Who is more important to you? The wealthy stockbroker that has done absolutely nothing for you but move a piece of paper and a few dollars here or there? Or that good person in that social security office at that store where you're buying your linen, at that store where you're buying your clothes. Who is worth more to you? It is that simple. We have to get over the indoctrination that we've had for decades. We have, we have to get over that which the Powell Manifesto taught us, that somehow 
everything in the private sector is more efficient. It is false. In fact, I am going to say something that many folks are going to say, but that's not what I hear on TV. The public sector, some, a message? No, Eric says government job is no comparison. The private sector can't compete with the government. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And regulate the private sector. Only so many government jobs go around no competition and no competition. Actually, Eric, you, you brought up a valid statement. That, believe it or not, that's a valid statement. The private, that the government makes the rules for the private sector, that is partially true. Or no, that is completely true. You're absolutely right, Eric. But here's the thing, right? The government sector is we, the people. So that is our right to decide how we want the private sector to operate. In other words, here's what I'm saying, Eric. The private sector is an extension of us all and what we want it to be. The public sector is us. We, the people, create the public sector because we are the ones who decide what an economy should look like. We, the people, not they, the few. Remember that. So I am saying what you just said about that is true. The, something, it glitched a little bit. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that, that may be... That may be the the cellular on your side. It's not necessarily what I'm what I'm sending out, right? So Paul Fleming says the problem with those people is that they don't understand the process and maybe has had one person has the misfortune of not having proper documents. Says that bad news does spread faster than good news. I've never had a problem and it's been seventeen years of dealing with the government. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that comment, um uh about Paul. Because you know what? In, in fact, gasoline went up again, 283. That was 269 a few days ago. Uh, anyway, um, here, Paul, thank you for that message. You're absolutely correct. And today when we went to the Social Security office, Ashley had all of her necessary information. So things went smoothly. So you're right about that. And sometimes people don't understand that. They have to have all your paperwork. And this is not only for the private, for the public sector, meaning the government. This also applies to the private sector. So you're so right for bringing that up. And I, I don't want to take anything away from what Eric has to say. But the misunderstanding I think that Brother Eric has is that he believes in the omnipotent private sector. That person who becomes the president of a company some, should somehow rule. No. The economy belongs to us all. If he wants to do something on his own and he doesn't want governmental control, go into an area that you don't have to impact people. You can do that. But if you are into areas that impact society as a whole, then it's a must. You see what I'm saying, Eric? It's a different thought process, brother, brother um, Eric Hayes, brother Hayes. It's a different thought process, which is what I'm trying to put into the fold. 
we have been trained by the plutocracy to think a certain way, the wrong way, the way that supports a small amount of people, a small amount, the wealthy few, those who originally the Constitution was written for. Remember, the Constitution was only written for 5% of the people. It's a capital document. Uh, if you doubt what I have to say, have a, listen to some of um, uh, David, David, David Cobb's commentary, a good friend of mine, lawyer that ran for the uh, president of the United States for the Green Party. Uh, we served together and moved to amend. Read some of the documents that he's written with respect to the Constitution. So, um, so we, over the years, we have used the court system, the judiciary that is, to improve on our rights based on the Constitution, the wording of the Constitution that we've never lived up to. Not that the wording is all that perfect. After all, after the first 10 amendments, we needed 17 more, right? We're up to Amendment 27. A perfect document doesn't have to be amended 27 times, right? Which is what we've done. Well, the first 10 is a, is a Bill of Rights, but subsequent to the Bill of Rights, we had 17 amendments. So therefore, any other commentary that I need to... Um, Okay, that's fine. That's fine, Boo. Uh, if, folks, uh, Ashley is reading me the comments whenever there's something that I need to address because I can't drive and read and, and all of that. But I, like I said. Uh, well, Daniel mean a damn thing folks 
you know, we're indoctrinated, some of us, to believe that gold means something. Gold is just another metal. No different than tungsten. No different than, uh, than platinum. The scarcity of things like platinum gives them a high dollar price. But absent a dollar, their only requirement is in what product they are needed for. I agree. Thank you for saying that, Rodney. I think you you noticed that I mentioned that yesterday as well. I, I said that energy should be nationalized, uh, healthcare should be nationalized, and they, when it comes to social services, childcare should be in that domain. And when it comes to food, we should have a basal food unit in Panama. We have something called la bolsa, um, uh, la bolsa max, la, bo la bolsa minima, or something like that. What it stands for is the minimum amount of food that every family is supposed to have, right? So what happens in in times of crises or whatever? The government supplies that minimum sustenance, right? In other words, it's not it's not a kind it's not food that. Uh, Oh, to make it's not caviar or steaks or anything like that. It's a basic food source to keep you alive. Speaking of which, Paul Funny said when the pandemic hit, I started a garden. I'm fortunate to have a pond out back with fish. I have the necessities to hopefully survive until life gets back to normal. You know, Paul, that is a great thing, right? And this is where uh where interesting part if we had a society that were more integral is, right? Because you have sustenance for your family right now when we hit if we were to hit famine or we were to hit uh where societal strife is in is in vogue at that point in time it's laissez-faire and what it means is that unless you can also defend your property which you probably could not in the aggregate the, the animal in people will come out that is why i believe in creating in not in creating social institutions now, right? In other words, we have to create that loving of people. We have to we have to ensure that people under oops, I'm in the wrong lane. We have to ensure that people uh, are 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 set into a modal that we take care of each other and not I I t I take care of myself insularly because. Taking of yourself insularly and not worrying about teaching others how to fish, teaching others how to sustain, means that in that time of crisis, you are also in danger. Even if you can sustain yourself, somebody is coming to take it away. The animal in humanity manifests itself then. So my thing is, we have to, as a human species who's been socialized, we have to now while things are not dire, we have to start becoming more communal. In other words, care about your neighbor, care about those around you. We have to teach that. What, what the Powell Manifesto taught was individualism. Individualism works if the least of us can take care of ourselves, but individualism fails 
if the animal in us gets a chance to emerge. And that's why teaching communal living now. In other words, you're at your home. If you find out that John Peter is sick, that you can take care of him, you can take him a loaf of bread or something like that. If we start reinstill, that how that's how it used to be. In Panama too, that's how it used to be. Your door was open. Christmas time, you walk into everybody's house and you're eating among each other. Nobody, when you go to somebody's house, there's a plate of food for you. Nobody cooks the exact amount. In fact, it was hard for my wife to understand the Panamanian culture when we just got married because when we had functions and she prepared, she's like, how many guests are coming? Uh, there are five of us. And she prepares, she knows how to cook Panamanian. She prepares Panamanian rice. And I'm like, hey, babe, that's not enough. And she'll be like, but it's only X people. I said, that's not enough. And then the Panamanians come over and wipe us out because, again, the culture is abundance because you don't know if, if five people say they're coming, expect 10. You know, uh, it's, it's a communal in nature. And I'm, I'm just talking about how we work and deal with people, right? And we have to train our brains into that function now before you know what cometh, before the decline, which it could be in my lifetime, it could be in your lifetime. And when that happens, it's gonna be ugly. Let's give an example. Suppose uh, Yellowstone blows, America would become a third world country in one day. Eric, I love that one. Actually, you know what? If you take a look at some of the pictures on my uh, my Facebook, you'll see some of our Christmas dinners. That's exactly what it is, a huge buffet. And if you take a look at what we what Lou did for us on uh, for Christmas, that's what you saw, a huge buffet. And we had about four or five times the amount of food we had that we needed. And that was everybody, by the end of the day, everybody took them that food and we had food for a few days after Christmas. It's just the culture, right? It's a culture of giving, the culture of community. And I think the individualism of America ultimately hurts us in the long run. Because when things are in dire straits, we will have an issue. We will have a problem. Any other comments, beautiful? Quite a few. I just, it's hard to read, like the way I'm trying to get it. Yeah. Ashley's still trying to get some of the comments, my beautiful listeners. I, but I want to thank Ashley for doing this for me because, I mean, I couldn't do this alone and see comments. I need to see if there's an application that I can use. So what's arrogance is that we're building corral of all. <laughs> you know, I tell you what, I love the Golden Corral, Eric. I don't know about you. My wife doesn't like it, but I love the Golden Corral, especially for breakfast or brunch, I think is what you call it. Hey, man, I tell you that is, in fact, when I get down to 198, I'm going to beg my wife to take me to Golden Corral. That's a good point, Eric. Any other message, beautiful? My daughter said, I'm trying to read. You know, she have half her vision plus the sun. Yeah, it's also nauseous. Oh, she's not, <laughs> she's nauseous from my driving. Uh, driving and reading. Oh, driving and reading. Okay, okay, yes, guys. But anyhow, so, but look, I wanted to have the program, even though, um, even though I was at the place. You know, I don't like to not have a politics done right, 
because I feel that uh, I make a promise at three o'clock uh, central time. That's my responsibility to be here at three o'clock, no matter what, if I am moving, I can do it. Sometime I'm gonna see if I get two of our folks here to set up. I, I don't know how soon I can get that done because I have a lot of work to do, but um, I wanna set it up so that we can have guest hosts sometimes to host it. Who knows, maybe one of these days, Eric can host it for me. But I know I want my beautiful Bridge MCP to really do some hosting for me because she's so smart and so always on 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 point. Right, Bridge? Or is Bridge in the house? She is, she's definitely in there. And also let me say that with the Connecticut. They um they volunteer, they help out their neighbors. They his wife is an extreme responder. They definitely helped out and gave away household products. Right. And they helped out. Um it's just like the glare is super difficult. Okay, well now we're gonna be in the we had a little glitch, but we are back. Anyway, we are parked in the garage right now, and I'm going to finish the show right here. I'm not going to go to the full hour because I need to get out of the car. And Breeze, because on YouTube, I'm on YouTube now. Uh -huh. said, like, could Breeze host it? She's like, me? Of course Breeze can host it. Breeze is great. And you, Breeze, we did interviews. You're darn good at this. What else have we got? I'm trying. She's trying to get all the messages. Hey, what, Daniel? Liddell wouldn't know what a Marxist policy is if I left him with the manifesto. <laughs> Daniel, I love you, man. You, you, you keep, you stay on the same no, thing no, no. over and over you know, again. Michael Rendon said that. Oh, what Michael said? That's what he said. Michael Rendon said, Maywood, Daniel Liddell wouldn't know a Marxist policy if it's locked up in the face. That's true. You know, they, they like to say, Brother Liddell likes to talk about Marxist, you're a Marxist, and this and that, and all of that. But let me tell you something, Lido. I don't care what you want to call me, right? I am just to make sure, I just want people to be able to do what they need to do to survive. And I want people to live an equitable life. All right, Lido? So, I mean, you can hate me and you can call me a Marxist. You can call me all these names if you want to. But let me tell you what's important to me. What's important to me is that everybody has equal access to success. What is important to me is that everybody has a good life. What is important to me is to make sure that we have a real society that supports us all. Individualism is only good till it's no good. I want you guys to remember that. Individualism is only good till it's no good. While communal living, living, and when I say communal living, I mean just caring about your neighbor, your family, your friends. So, um, yes. Tom C. a while ago said, Daniel Ledeau said, the worth of a person, my only criteria is breathing. And does that mean you agree that a fetus is not a person? Please clarify. And Breach MCB said, good one, Tom. Exactly. Thank you very much. Um, that, Tom, you know what is so, what I love about you, you can actually go directly to the core so often, immediately. You can actually hit the core right away, Tom C. And by the way, folks, don't forget that we are having Ask Egberto Anything uh, this Saturday at 11, uh, 11 a.m. Central Time. Ask Egberto Anything at 11 Central and just go to politicsdoneright.com slash askegberto, A-S-K-E-G-B-E-R-T-O. Ask 
Yes. I think Eric has Eric Hayes said Egberto. But you have to think individual things to get national security correct, right? And then it says, uh, Bree, just Ashley, please read on subject. Oh, I don't. I guess that was to me. Yeah, she was probably writing something to you. Bridge MCP. Please, I can, I can try to stay on subject, but it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What, what happens is she says it's all over. The, the, the way it's coming on the phone, it's not easy. The, it's, the easy. It's, not, it's, not, it's not intuitive. Yeah, how, how to read. Sorry, guys. It's not intuitive at all. I'm trying to go on like this little screen here. The car was moving. I apologize. But let me also tell you, she has, uh, she only has half her vision. She's getting better. Every now and then she gets flashes in the, she gets flashes in the, um, in her blind spot, which is, you know, the half blind spot. Every now and then she gets flashes there. But altogether, folks, um, you know. Uh, Maywood says, what time would that be? Pacific time, 11? Pacific time, no. If it's 11 central Pacific time, it is 9. 9 Pacific. It's nine Pacific, uh, so yeah, yeah, may would. But sign up. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. Daniel Legault says Marxist is my catch-all phrase for the amalgamation of various leftist ideology. Okay. All of them deeply rooted in Marxism. I, I kind of believe Egberto is just ignorant of the root. Actually, I'm not ignorant of it at all, Ledo. I mean, if you want to associate my policies with things that Mark... Oh, okay. So, oh, sorry. Keep going. But Breeze, there's a second ago, she said, Breeze has two acres now, and she's trying to do a community garden. If the neighbors don't complain, otherwise, I have all that land for waste. Well, actually, I bet the neighbors aren't going to complain. Um, neighbors... Uh, actually, Breeze, from what you tell me about the folks up there in, in northern New York, in as much as they're Republicans, what they are are... They, they love doing that kind of stuff, and they're helpful. You, you and I spoke about that offline before, how nice these people are, you know? And that's why I tell you I love everybody. It's when we allow the politicians to bring, uh, to make our ideological differences profound that we get problems. Did you have something else to say, Boo? Uh, Paul, Fleming, Paul Fleming says a fetus can't breathe without the mother, therefore it's not fully human. Thank you. Exactly. And, you, then, and then you can take off your seatbelt. Oh, oh yeah, my seatbelt. <laughs> so far, I'm trying to like refresh it. Yeah, she has to refresh each time to to get the messages, folks. But look, um, I am going to go for another four minutes. So if you guys have anything else to say, put it on Facebook. Carl Cox said, "Egberto for president." Ashley provides. <laughs> I can't be president. In fact. Uh, to get my social security, I have to show folks my naturalization papers. <laughs> so I can't be president because I'm not a natural born citizen, but I am a United States citizen, a proud United States citizen, uh, somebody that will fight for this country, somebody that would fight to make this a better place. Because I tell you what, wherever you lay your head, you defend, right? Wherever you lay your head, not only that, having born my kid here in the States and met my wife in the States, I am a, I'm a full-blooded American like anybody else, no less, no more. Uh, I'm, of course, I also have Panamanian citizenship, so I'm also a Panamanian, no more, no less. And I, I think that's an asset to be a person of the world. Is the after Saturday on my birthday? 
my 65th birthday. Oh, I love you, girl. You know, I'm. If you come on, if you come on your birthday, meaning that you can spare an hour on your birthday, I'm gonna sing Happy Birthday with my guitar for you. And then Carl Cox comments. Carl Cox for president. Carl Cox for president. And then Eric has Eric Hayes says you take up arms. Paul Fleming says you can be mayor. Governor, senator, and speaker of the house. Yes, but I can't be president. <laughs> but you know what? Also, I want young people like my daughter and others, like you, Paul, to take care of, um, to, to be the ones who run this country, man. I want to be just the one trying to get people to do the right thing, both for good people like you all that are here. But look, I'm going to shut this down early because I need to get inside now, and it, it's going to clip the clip. Yeah. Says, oh, really? You got a banjo? I have a guitar. I'm going to play a guitar for you. I'm going to sing your birthday with my guitar. I'm, I'm going to show you that my voice ain't too bad, girl. You know? And Eric Hayes says young people don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Tom Seeds says watching the voting for Speaker of the House. What an antiquated process. Yes. Voting takes over. takes forever, just like in 1776 with wigs and quills. Why not use PCs or cell phones to count votes instead? Uh, Daniel Ledeau says, Raffle LMAO, I am a full-blooded American, but also Panamanian. So what are you, so what are your loyal, so what are your loyalty? My loyalty is to, to, to Panama, I mean, to Panama and the United States of America. Would you take up arms against Panama? No, I would not take up arms against Panama, and I won't take up arms against the United States. Then John Cutter says, I look forward to the guitar and singing. Uh, Michael Rudnan says, I'll catch you tomorrow then. Hopefully, I'll have some good news. Um, someone from Twitch, Ivan Young Key, says, hello. Breach says, if you want to go, thank you so much. Ashley Egberto, you walk, rock. All right. Via um, Twitch, E2247. Love E2247. 2023 U.S. will likely see record levels of immigration from Latin America because of the sustained cost of living. Exactly. An economic crisis. In many Latin American countries, true, and the raising risk of G. I didn't finish of G something. Right. Well, folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this down now. Uh, Michael, run and take care of yourself. I hope the hematoma on your legs are it's going down. Uh, let us know what the report is. In fact, when you go to the doctor, just drop me a direct message, dude. I want to know that you're okay. Um. Anyhow, look, guys, thank you for uh, l chiming into this impromptu politics done right again like i said i had to take care of some business with my daughter uh we got it taken care of uh very very well done from our social security office i want us to have more faith in we the people having more faith in we the people would make us demand that we the people our government does the right thing all right yes that finally guys says raising risk of gop demanding funding for border wall and increased patrols and threatening to torpedo budget legislation funding the government. Yeah, that is true. But let me tell you something. The good thing is that we still have a Democratic president and we still have a Democratic Senate. So none of that will go through. Tom C says, I like this program out of your car. Great show. Thank you so kindly, guys. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And here with my beautiful daughter, Ashley. <laughs> and guess what? I am what? Out!
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.